Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Girl, you got me, like, you posted, you made yourself, like, a little mocktail last night, and I was, like, after my dinner was a bust, and I just, I ate it, but I didn't enjoy it, I was, like, you know what, I'm gonna make myself a mocktail, and it was, like, so good. What did you make? So, I just did, um, I have a bunch of, I would buy, I always have the frozen, like, fancy berry medley from Trader Joe's in my freezer. It's just blueberries, boysenberries, and raspberries because I'm not a big fan of frozen strawberries in my berry mix because I always feel like the strawberries are just never good. They're so, always like huge too. And You're huge. Like, Why yeah. is this so big? <laughs> so I love this mix at Trader Joe's because it only has the three other berries. And um, I like let them defrost for like five minutes and then I muddled it a little bit and I literally just put crushed ice and then some of um, Jeff's been like keeping, he makes like a big pitcher every like three or four days of the um, like sugar-free lemonade. So you know how like the packets, they sell like big, like gallon ones. So you can just use that in a pitcher with water. And so he always has it. So I use some of that with it. So it was really just like a berry lemonade. And then I put a little like squeeze of lemon in it and stuff. And it was just like so good. See, I feel like things like that, especially like while you're still progressing towards like knowing what your normal is going to really feel like, like it makes you feel like more normal, you know? And I'm not a big like make a cocktail at home girl in general, but I've seen like more and more on my TikTok, like mocktails are are popping Mm -hmm. up and I'm like, actually, it sounds kind of nice because I always do the poppy thing um, with dinner. Like I always fill a wine glass with ice and like crack open a poppy. And I still do that. But I was at Trader Joe's this weekend and I was like, I'm just going to buy some stuff to like have. So if I randomly, like if we sit out on the patio after work or something, like I can make myself a mocktail. Um, And they're just so easy. Like you don't even have to put that much thought into what you put in it. And what did you put in your, you just like muddled 
Strawberries, so I muddled right? strawberries and then mm -hmm. I put the, I put ice in a glass and then the muddled strawberries. And then I bought the Trader Joe's sparkling mineral water in the lemon flavor. Mm -hmm. And I filled the glass almost all the way with that. And then I bought a thing of tangerine juice and I just like, almost like you're making mm -hmm. a mimosa. Like, Their you tangerine just, like, splash. juice is so good too. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, um, cause I told Jeff, I was like, okay, well this is like Actually, a sugar-free right drink, right? Oh, you made one again? It looks so good. <laughs> Minus the strawberries, because I was like hurrying. I'm like, oh, shoot. I told Laura 15 minutes. So no strawberries, but still a mocktail. That's such a good idea, though, just to add the splash of juice to give it a little more flavor. That looks so good. Yeah, I um after I made it last night and it looked so pretty, I meant to post a picture. I'll have to post a picture after we're done uh, recording tonight. But um, I told Jeff, I was like, honestly, when I am ready to like drink, I could literally do this exact drink and just add a little shot of either vodka or gin or something and call it a day. And I don't have like any high calorie like mixers in it. It was just like so easy and so yummy. And it's almost more refreshing doing it this way, you know, yeah. than having like a bunch of fruity stuff in it or whatever. So yeah, I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. I'm jealous. Like the only thing I wish I could add, cause Jeff's been doing his lemonade, like at dinner, he'll pour like half of his glass with the lemonade and then he'll fill the other half of the glass with his uh, Topo Chico. And Yum. he's been like, he drinks like two a day. He's been like on a serious Topo Chico kick the last few weeks. And um, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I can try to have like, a, at least like a little bit of carbonation because yes. some Topo Chico in that drink also would have like been so good. Cause I love like cutting it to just, I don't mind just having like the regular like I would do the muddled berries with just Topo Chico. I think that would be so right. Good. Exactly. But um, speaking of mocktails, I can't believe summer's like basically here. I know, but it doesn't feel like it at all. No, I'm like so confused. Like I can't even remember what last year was like at this time, but I don't think it was like this. I can tell you this. I look at my memories every day and we have been in the pool. Me and Jeff and Penny have been in the pool for weeks already. Yeah. And I'm like, every morning, the first thing I do when I get up is I click on the weather app and then I'm, I go all the way down. And I'm like, oh, is there an 80 degree day in the weather yet? No, I'm like no. For the next 10 days, it's not getting above like 74. I was going to say, I think 72 or 73 was the highest I saw for the next 10 days. It's, it's so annoying. So crazy. And I'm like, okay. First day of summer is June 21st, technically. So like Southern California, you have a couple weeks to get your shit together because we're ready for summer. We are ready for summer. And I'm like, who writes the rules? Because <laughs> isn't summer like Memorial Day? Like, doesn't that kind of like kick off summer? So why are we waiting to like technically have summer until June 21st? Because I think that's mentally what we've called summer, but I don't think that's actually <laughs> seasons. Okay. I think it's just like, like to us, summer means Memorial Day to Labor Day. Like, right. That is summer. Like, even though fall doesn't start after, like, it still starts later. And it's usually, I think, September like third week in September. Um, but yeah, no, I think we need to just shift both timelines in a few weeks and keep it at Memorial Day to Labor Day because that to me means summer. Well, maybe the spirit of whoever decided that summer technically starts on June 21st is like haunting us for all the years that we've said, no, it doesn't. It starts Memorial Day. And <laughs> now they're coming back to haunt us. And they're like, no, you can have summer start on June 21st. So I'm we'll see. Like, so ready or like a little more sunshine like it was really nice this weekend and I told Jeff like the sun was out enough where I felt like we if we had heated the pool we almost could have still gone in the pool 
but it was still only like mid seventies and it was, but it was finally like pretty sunshine Saturday and Sunday. It's so funny though. Cause even, even though the temperature wasn't warm, like when the sun did eventually come out, cause Jordan and I went on a walk one day, I think it was, might've been Friday and it was like super cloudy outside. And I was just like, man, like I miss seeing the sun. Like the sun just hasn't, that's part of the problem too. Like, I don't care if it's super hot. I'm just like, I would love to see the sun. Like we had gone like weeks without even seeing the sun. And so then the next day we were um, out and about and walking around and I was like dying. It was probably like 69, 70 degrees outside, but because the sun was like, it just feels good. And I'm like, oh, I spoke too soon. Maybe I'm not ready for this. (laughs) Somebody who said this to me, I don't know. It, I don't remember if it was on social media or one of my actual friends or family, but it was supposedly like we had 21 days of no sun. It was crazy. I was following TikToks of people in San Diego that were at like 60 something days because yeah, they get it's... way less than us. I'm like, I no, I can't do that. I need, I need to at least see the sunshine. It does not have to be 80 every day, but like have the sun come out at some point. Yeah. And then it even ran, rained at our house last night. It's so annoying. Like just... I woke up this morning and opened the blinds and it's like still raining here. And I'm yeah. like, oh, ne- not once did it mention rain. Nope. I'm like getting my nails done today. So I'm going to work and like flip flops basically to go get my toes done during my lunch. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to guess. I'm sorry, you went and got a pedicure? Yeah, I had to. Well, why didn't you tell me? I told you, let me know when you need to get a pedicure so, so we can go. So we'll go next time. But did I tell uh, you I like split my nail? Yes. For like the first time ever. Yeah. So I've been like holding off and they look like horrible. And so I just decided to do it today because it's looked so bad because I've, I've been putting it off because I did. I was like so scared of getting my toes done with it split like that because I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to like make it worse or something. And I still was like having like that anxiety. Like, do you ever feel like that at the nail salon? Like, like you're like watching them, like waiting for them to like hurt you or something. No, I'm usually sleeping or like on my I phone. Wish I'm I never wish I could be like that. I was no. just like so anxious. Like I had told them and told them and told them like, oh, I split it. And then even later, like way later in the pedicure, she's like, oh, um, your nail, what, what word did she use? It was like, it wasn't split. It was like another word that like means split though. And I'm like, I know, I told you it's split. <laughs> This is my fear. This is why I'm sitting here like anxious because I told you it was. And now you're telling me like 20 minutes into it, something I already told you 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I like hardly pay attention during my pedicure. I'm either on the phone or like trying to take a nap. <laughs> Ugh, I wish. I just, I watched, they put, they put some like um, Netflix show on where it's like American Ninja Warriors or something mm-hmm. and I like try to just watch that but I'm always like a nervous rack like I'm always just like making sure that my nail guy's like doing what I asked him to do and my pedicure girl's not gonna like rip a nail off or something and oh yeah see <laughs> like, I don't do both relaxing. At the, I don't do both at the same time either because I, I find that like not relaxing at all so I know I would love the next time we should go like on a Saturday morning or something and just go get something for breakfast and a pedicure and make it yeah, more relaxing. Yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. I know, I'm sorry. You let me down. Sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> um, but let's talk summer nostalgia. So I saw a post, I can't remember where it was. I want to say it might have been like Poosh or something um, about like summer nostalgia. And I was like, oh, 
it made me miss summer as a kid so much because summer as a child and summer as an adult are like, you can't even compare. It's like, yeah, it's freedom as a child. You're like out of school for three months and blah, blah, blah. And as an adult, it's like, no, your life doesn't change. You still have to go to work 40 hours a week, but like the days are longer and you might be more willing to like stay up later on a Sunday and be outside or something. But like overall, it's just, oh my God, I miss being a kid in the summer so bad. Yeah. I love, I mean, yeah, it's, it was just, life was so easy. Like it was so nice. Like I remember as a kid, um, cause my dad worked from home and my mom, um, went like to the office for her job. And I like, just remember like all the shows that I like loved to watch during the day. Like I remember I was a big price. I loved Price is Right. Yes. I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell reruns. And I remember that was like the prime of like the daily afternoon shows on MTV. Like I remember two of my favorites being Say What Karaoke and obviously TRL. But then they would also have like the summer like because they'd always be in a different location during the summer. So they'd have just like all this fun like summer stuff on MTV. And I loved watching that. And then um, me and my friends, we all every year we got a raging water season pass. Cause back in the day, I want to say they were like 40 or 50 bucks. So it was like for the all, whole season for the whole season. So it was like, oh my gosh, jackpot for our parents to be able to like drop us off first thing in the morning when they open and you were able to check an ice chest. So like our parents would like give us like lunches and drinks and snacks. And we'd like put it all on an ice chest. Like sometimes we would bring money, but like then it would start to get expensive. Like it right. was like, cause now you're buying all these food and drinks throughout the day. Cause we would literally stay all day, but it That's was like fun. the ideal. Yeah. We would be there from nine. And I think they closed at like six or seven and we would just stay there. And then like one parent would drop us off. Another parent would come pick us up. And that was like at least once a week. And it was funny. We did that for probably started doing that in sixth grade when our parents were like dropping us off by ourselves. And then um, it was funny. It was just like, that was like the thing to do every summer. So by, I want to say it was my sophomore year, maybe like, I'm trying to think if it's freshman going into sophomore, sophomore going into junior, we got our raging water passes as usual. And it was like, we grew out of it. It was like, we went and it was just like, what a bummer. not as fun. Like we only went a couple times that summer. Cause it was just like, and every year it became less of like going on rides and stuff and more like just going in the lazy river and laying out Being and like social. trying to look for boys and stuff like that. <laughs> but it was just like one summer, it was like the best time ever. And the next summer it was like, we're too old for this. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. And then I feel like it's so weird, like as kids, how like our parents go to work all day and like, we're just like home alone in the summer as like teenagers or whatever. Yeah. And not once do we think like, oh, this is so weird that like I'm home and my parents like don't get a summer break or like not once do we ever think like, oh my God, like that's what I have to look forward to. Like summer's not going to last forever. Like yeah. no, one, one day you just graduate and you don't get summers anymore. And it's like, I know. Excellent. well, and then I got, so I started working my first job. I just, cause I just had my anniversary of I remember when I got my first job and it was, um, the summer between, um, my sophomore and junior year. Cause I turned 16 during my sophomore year. And so that summer is what I waited till after like the school softball season. And then I was like, I wanted to get a job so bad. Like I like wanted to, like, 
did you want to get a job or did your parents tell you you had to get a job? No, I feel like when I lived in Washington, I feel like I was just like, this makes me sound so like privileged, but I feel like I was like too busy to have a job. Oh no, I was definitely too busy. I got in trouble always for asking for too much time off, but like I wanted to have a job and like have like money. And so, but I also didn't want to work. It was funny. Like I did, but I didn't because I definitely was always asking for way too much time off. I can like, I cannot even like recall it crossing my mind to get a job. Like when I was a teenager in Washington, like I was just, it was like school. And then I was in cheer for the school, competitive cheer, like, and then any free time I had, it was like friends, obviously. Um, But it was when I moved to California that my parents are like, hey, we're kind of going to like help fund your life, but also like only this part of your life and any fun you want to have or gas or anything like that. Like you have to get a job and pay for it. So like the first, like that was like the first time at like 17 and a half, like going on 18 years old being like, oh my God, like the money train stopping. Like (laughs) I don't just get 20 bucks every time I leave the house anymore. Like I have to actually work to have fun, you know? And luckily I was like still getting help with, you know, the car insurance and like all the big things like the living expenses and stuff but it was like the first like reality check for me of like oh things cost money and when it's your money when it's your money and not somebody else's money like man you start to learn like that you have to work for things you know everything doesn't just come to you so yeah I, I was lucky not to have to get a job until a little bit later but once I did I loved it I met so many people through work Yeah, no, I have, I mean, I still have a lot of friends from my in and out days, but yeah, I worked there from 16 till I was like 23. So I definitely built like a ton of relationships and I like loved that job. So that was always fun. So yeah, I did. So that was part. And then I like still played a lot of softball during high school. So that was like always a part of my summer too, because I would play on like, um, in just different tournaments and stuff throughout the summer. And then, um, especially once we started driving, then it was like going to the beach all the time for bonfires. I specifically remember me and one of my best friends, like making it our mission to go to like a different beach every week, all summer. Like, so we're like, okay, this week we're going to go to this beach in Laguna. The next week we're going to go to this beach in Newport and then this beach. And then like, we were like determined (laughs) to hit up all of the different beaches and like we just, yeah, we were big just going and laying out and hanging out for the day. And then, and even as a kid, like beach days with the fam, that was like a once a summer thing, but it was always like my favorite. We would like get there so early to get a bond, make sure you got a bonfire pit. Cause it would be, be like on a weekend when it's like hard to get a bonfire pit. And then we'd just be at the beach all day and then just at the bonfire all night. And it was like the longest day, but those were like, I like lived for those days. They were so much fun the best memories yeah what about I mean what are your like big memories of being a kid or younger when growing up in Washington like I have the best summer memories but I also remember like glamorizing like California and how like summers could be with the beach right there and everything and it's so funny because like the second I moved to California like I can probably name the times that I've been to the beach like (laughs) (laughs) since I've lived here like you don't do it very unless you have like a hobby at the beach like you like surfing or you like swimming or beach volleyball or something like that it's like you really don't end up at the beach as often as you think you will you know so much in high school and college I I feel like I would have too in high school but 
I mean, with the job, it's, it's hard, but I, I, I glamorize that. I remember like thinking, oh my God, I have to live in California, like <laughs> watching like the OC and like Laguna beach and stuff. I was like, that's going to be my life. Um, but no, my, my summer nostalgia is more just like we did camping in the backyard, which was so much fun. Like we'd like pitch a tent and have like our friends over and scare ourselves all night. Like we'd like try to sleep out there and then somebody would tell a scary story and we'd end up inside. Um, and just like the feeling of being like up from like whenever you wake up in the morning, like you have breakfast and you're like, Hey, bye. And then you like grab your bike and like go to the neighbor's house and like, yes. you're just gone all day. And your parents yes. are like, be back when it's dark. And you, who knows so, where you have lunch, you have lunch at somebody's house. And when you went like out and about when you were a kid, like, did your parents give you a time you had to be home? Did they just call somewhere? Like, cause we didn't have phones. So I don't really remember um, exactly. I I remember like never being gone like past when it was dark. So I'm thinking maybe like they were like, oh, you have to be home before it's dark kind of thing. Yeah. But I remember like a couple times, like we'd be at one of the neighbor's houses and we wouldn't be home when we were supposed to or whatever. So they'd call their parents and then okay. we'd, we'd get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, so my dad had a whistle and- oh he would go outside and whistle and you could hear it from down the street. Like you could be far down the street and you could, and I knew like, I better get my, Oh, Hey guys, I gotta go. Like I knew that. And I'm sure, I wonder if I ever, like it doesn't, this memory doesn't like come to mind, but I can't imagine being a kid who didn't do this, but like saying I didn't hear it. (laughs) I'm sure that had to have been a thing. Like hearing it, but like not hearing it. I'm, I would have to assume now living the dink life and not having kids if you had a neighbor who like every night in the summer started blowing a whistle like you'd be like shut the f up oh yeah no like he didn't blow a whistle it was like a oh like he did it on his physically did a whistle that you could hear from like yeah no he didn't like a loud ass mouth whistle one of our neighbors that lived in the house above us, they had like almost like a school bell. Like you like pulled a rope and it was like, ding, ding, ding. Like, <laughs> and they would do that for them to come home. Um, but yeah, just so funny. Like the pre cell phone days and everything, like yeah. how, how we knew to come home. Like, I don't know. Like we were able to like read the sun from a young age. I don't know. And I'm sure, um, and I would always, if I ever wanted to say, I'd call it and be like, Hey, I'm at Brianne's house. Like mom their mom and dad said I could stay for dinner and so I'll come home like so there was always like trying to hang out as long as as much as possible totally and like always putting your did you do that too where you always put your parents on the spot and you'd like have your friend and their mom standing there and you're like can so-and-so spend the night and then (laughs) after it's no and they leave and everything your mom's like don't ever do that again don't ever ask me in front of your friend's mom yes Or even just your friend. Like, they didn't want you to ask in front of your yeah. friend. Do not put me on the spot. Oh, so um, but one of my, like, best memories, and this is just maybe, like, a growing up in Washington thing. Like, we don't have beaches, or at least not the beaches when you think of beaches. Um, not many people had pools. I can only remember one friend that had a pool. Um, so, but we wanted to be tan all summer. So you best bet I would bring my towel out in my driveway and lay it Why out. Why not your backyard? So just the way like my house was set up, there's so many trees and stuff that like the sun didn't really hit my backyard. Oh, okay. And also my driveway was like very like long and steep and like downhill. So it's not like there's cars like driving. Okay, by, okay. Like, right. Yeah. It's not like your driveway where like that would be weird. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I would just like put a towel out and like bring some music or whatever and my son in for my hair and like whatever I put on my body because yeah, I thought I'd tanner than I was mm-hmm. oh yeah always sun in and then um there was a lake by our house called Cottage Lake that was not like a clean lake that you should have been um swimming in and anybody from Washington knows this <laughs> But we would go swimming anyways. Um, and there was also a pool at that lake that was fun to go um, swimming at. And then also when I was a teenager, the Redmond Town Center opened. And it was like the place to hang out. Like we would get dropped off there, meet friends, meet boys, say we're meeting a friend, but really meeting a boy or whatever. Oh um, and I remember like the big things were like Frappuccinos had like just come out. Yes. Like, in like sixth or seventh grade. I remember came out too. Yes. It was such a big deal. Like, I remember we would get Frappuccinos, like, every single time we would go. Like, I must have had a Frappuccino every weekend for, like, four years. (laughs) Um, And then same with Red Robin. So we would go to Red Robin. And, you know, all of us had whatever money our parents gave us. You know, I don't even remember how much it was. And so we'd sit there and, like, we don't even have enough to, like, each order, like, a drink and a burger or anything. So we would, like get like a freckled lemonade and fries or something because they're unlimited fries like they're bottomless they just keep bringing (laughs) them to you like they probably hated us and at that age like you like don't know how to tip appropriately at that age or like like god we always remember like there was always one or two people in our group that it was like when you would like because when you're in high school you're definitely not like just splitting the bill like everybody's putting in the money for what they ordered and I remember like there'd be people who would like, oh, I got a burger for $5 and a soda for two. So here's $7 and like not accounting for tax, not accounting for tip. And it was like so annoying, but I definitely, you reminded me the Ontario mills opened when I was in junior high. And that was like a mall that was like, unlike anything else, there was a game works attached. There was a Dave and Buster's. There was like the first movie theater I'd ever been in that had like stadium seating, and oh, wow. it was and just it was like just massive with shops too. Like, oh yeah. Was it massive was massive when it So opened. we, and that place like was jam packed all the time forever. But that was like the place we would get dropped off all the time. Cause we could, we could meet up and we could go play games at GameWorks or we can go to a movie. And then there's some like restaurants and stuff there. Like we go to like rainforest cafe or yep. whatever other stuff was there. But um, same thing. I totally remember Starbucks coming out and yes. that being like the big thing going and getting a Frappuccino. I could care less about coffee in Starbucks pre-Frappuccinos. Oh, Frappuccinos yeah. were my gateway drug. Gateway drug for sure. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's so funny that like we both have those memories. Cause I remember it like so vividly and I'm trying to remember what my favorite one is. I think they had like a Java chip or something. I don't feel, I feel like in the very beginning it was literally just like coffee, mocha and caramel. Like I don't feel like they had even java chip yet. I feel oh like that God. came and, out later. And I remember when I learned like you learned like you only knew how to order. Like you'd be like okay, I'll get a grande caramel frappuccino or whatever. Yeah. And then people teach you like bad things about how to order Starbucks. <laughs> like ask for extra drizzle and all of a sudden oh. you're just oh yeah, it's so good but so bad. <laughs> Starbucks caramel drizzle is unreal. So it's good. so freaking good. <laughs> um, but what about this summer? I know we're adults and we have less time, but we still should have fun. So what's on your bucket list this summer? I feel like 
it's pretty boring because it's like we're not really trying to do any like vacations or anything because of the wedding and then um I definitely would like to get to the beach more this summer I feel like last year the well in the last few years really because of the pandemic and stuff but like we like never go and so I would love to try to go to the beach at least a couple times like just to like hang out and stuff like not necessarily like for anything like it has to be a whole thing like no like let's just go down to the beach for a few hours and stuff and um I mean if it actually warms up I'd really love to start enjoying my pool and then which of course always includes (laughs) that'd be nice having friends and family over which reminds me I feel like the last two years we've talked about on Fridays like you coming over and working from here and we spend our afternoon having like a little Friday afternoon pool day so I think we need to try to do that again yes we need to and really I just need to limit my tan lines for the wedding I know. I feel like that's going to be so like, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to buy some like strapless bathing suits? Or are you just going to, when you know you're tanning, like take the straps off? Yeah, I have one strapless top right now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, really, as I get close, cause like I said, I'm going to do a airbrush tan for the wedding. And as we get closer and I know what my dress actually looks like, I'll know like if I'm having straps or if it's off the shoulder or not, if I have straps, that'll be helpful. Cause it, then I can kind of like line it up with that. But I'm most concerned. I think about the bachelorette party. Cause that's like a mo- month and a half before the wedding. And we're going to be in Arizona and in the pool all day. So I need to make sure that that's in the clear. Yes. So. Um, well, I am also looking forward to beach days, like not too many, like I'm not trying to become like the beach is my identity this summer girl <laughs> but like so last summer besides the yachty by nature which is always fun to be at the beach because you're like at the beach but you're not like there's no sand in your crack and stuff you know yeah. and so I love those days um and then Jordan and I last year did like a little like beach date one night we're like on a Saturday we like stopped and picked up a pizza and brought like a cooler with some drinks and we just and our I chairs would love to and we do went. That. That's a good it idea. It was so nice because then you don't have to be there all day when it's like mm-hmm. brutally hot too. Like you show up when like people are leaving, which is yeah. nice. Um, and then our pool, we have like the nicest pools here, and I used it so much when I was first dating Jordan. Like even if he didn't go, I was like at the pool. Yeah. Um. So I want to get back to that. We haven't used it in a long time because it just hasn't been nice in a long time. Um, but as soon as it does get nicer, like I definitely want to take advantage of that since it's like here. Um, and then I don't ever turn down like a barbecue hangout with like family or friends in the summer. Like you ask me to like come hang out and have some drinks and barbecue. Like the answer is yes. Like I love that about summer. Um, and then, yeah, just speaking of, I know we mentioned beaches and bonfires. Like, I feel like I need to mention this because it's been a while since it's been mentioned, (laughs) We have one merch, you guys, and we have the cutest hoodies and the cutest crewnecks. And I'm just going to say that, yes, we're going into our warm months, but I mean, beach bonfires, camping, like a warm hoodie. Yes. You, you need it. A warm hoodie. <laughs> you do I need it. actually wore my shirt. I think it was, well, it wasn't Saturday. So it was yesterday. I wore it to like go run errands and stuff because the t-shirt is so like cute. so soft and comfy. I need the t-shirt. I have all three, <laughs> all, three, colors you have of the all three sweatshirts. I know. So the first two, I bought a black and a white in like what I thought was the size. Cause I like oversized um, sweatshirts. 
And then the blue just kept never coming in stock. And so I finally caved and I'm like, whatever, I'll buy like the size smaller. And then the size smaller, like with it actually being like fitted and stuff, like looks so much cuter to wear, like actually as an outfit. Like the other ones are like fine with for whatever. But um, I wear them all the time. Like my favorite place to wear any of them is either when I, like, I go for a walk or to the grocery store in the morning. And I mm-hmm. always get questions about it. I always get complimented on like the whole wine over matter thing. And like, that's so clever. So if you've met Steph at the grocery store and have become a listener, thank you. (laughs) Yes. Let us know. Um, And then even like, so the last time we were at the beach for Yachty by nature, Jordan and I were leaving and we were walking to the car and this girl was like riding her bike with her boyfriend or whatever. Um, And she like stopped and she's like, your sweatshirt. I love that. Where'd you get it? And you know me, like I, I kick into like over explaining and well, I have a podcast. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, It's definitely a conversation starter. People love the whole wine over matter thing and they're so cute and they help us support the podcast. So if you haven't gotten yours already, there's a link on our bio. I think there's yes. a link in the episode descriptions. Yes. Get yourself one. All of it. And if you can't find it for whatever reason, hit us up. We'll send it to you. <laughs> Okay, before we move on to like weekend recaps, I need to ask you if you've heard about this because it's like consumed my thoughts. You know me and my TikTok and how it goes through like weird spirals on things. I need to ask if you've heard about Cameron Robbins and what happened to him in the Bahamas. Okay, no. First of all, when I saw you just put his name in our notes, I was like, I don't know what this is. So I Google, (laughs) first of all, you had Cameron Roberts in the notes. And so- Oh, is it Robbins? (laughs) It's actually Robbins. That's why I corrected it after I Googled Thank it. God. Because Cameron Roberts is like in The Walking Dead or something. He's like some actor. And I was like, I'm not finding anything about this guy jumping off a ship in the Bahamas. And then like, so then I just like search Cameron jumps off. Like I redid my Google search and then it gave me a ca- Cameron Robbins. And I did a little bit of research because I had not heard end about any of this. It's so crazy. So I remember it was last weekend that I saw like the first TikTok video pop up and it was like a video of somebody on the ship, like filming him jump in the water. So basically what they're saying happened is it's not like a cruise ship, like a massive cruise ship. It's like one of those like dinner, like they take you out, like probably like the ship, like the yacht you got married on kind of thing. No, it looks so it was like a, it looked like a pirate ship. It was, they were on a, it was a high post high school graduation trip a bunch of 18 year olds went to Atlantis in the Bahamas and one night they went and took a like one of those like sunset cruises cruises. on like what looked like a pirate ship type boat and then and they were they were all intoxicated and supposedly um one of his friends or some of his friends dared him to jump off the ship so being an 18 year old drunk guy who wants to like impress all of his friends he did that not thinking of what might possibly be in there. So in the video, you see him like jump off and then he's just like floating in the water and you see them throw like a life ring or whatever. And he swims towards it and then he starts swimming the other way. Well, I never thought anything of it last weekend. I was just like, oh my gosh, how sad. And then I heard, you know, they searched for him for a day or two and they called off the search. And so he's presumed dead. And I'm like, that's awful. He's 18, his family, how sad. And then this entire week, past week, there's been more and more like speculation on um, TikTok, which I don't think is just TikTok speculation. I think like people in the Bahamas have actually come out and said like, no, those are super shark infested waters. 
And so people have like done like camera stuff to like turn the type of camera into like, um, like you're wearing like night goggles and stuff. And I saw one see, of those videos. Yes. You see like what looks like two sharks in the water. And so people are saying that he like basically jumped into like shark infested water and was most likely like drugged under and like yeah because he was sw- it was swimming and it was so i mean if you've been on a boat in the ocean like it's freaking pitch you could just tell it's like pitch black out there yes and there's the light coming from the boat that shines a little bit but within so many yards out it eventually just gets dark so you like see him until you just don't it's yeah. so eerie and it's so sad first of all for his family who like their son went to go celebrate and he doesn't get to go home, but also like whatever one of his friends like dared him to do that, like dared him to do it thinking it would just be funny and he'd hop back on the boat and it'd be like, we're so yeah. cool. We got this on video kind of thing. Like his friend was not daring him to jump into shark infested water and like end his life. So I can't even imagine like what his friend is going to like live with too. But I'm just like, sometimes I see like videos of celebrities in like, on yachts or whatever and they just like jump into the water and I'm like how do you know what water is safe to jump in and what's not like in the ocean I like I'm not jumping in any ocean water so I mean I guess I've done it in Hawaii but it's like I'm trusting the boat the boat is taking us to places to jump in so I'm assuming they're not like taking, taking me into it. a place where I'm gonna be in danger but oh my god I wouldn't be so out awful. like privately with like friends and then just jumping in so crazy i'm just it's literally like it's haunted my tiktok like i cannot get people like yeah i had heard nothing about this until two hours ago oh my god just tiktok a few times tonight and it'll just turn into bahamas shark tiktok and it's just so like wild to think about because they they haven't come out and said that yes that's what's that's what happened and who knows if they ever actually can but the chances of that happening like are not slim like it is shark infested waters i saw they already had a memorial for him like yesterday i was like doesn't that seem kind of fast but like within a week well they don't have like any body or anything you know i know but and maybe i missed because i was just like watching a bunch of like tiktok videos and somebody but i'm like but still like you don't just plan a memorial service like so maybe it was like something different or smaller or something i don't know but so crazy but sorry to be a downer. Um, just had to bring that up because it's consumed <laughs> me lately. But how was your weekend? What did you do? Um, weekend was fine. I um Friday we went and saw Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse that came out on Friday. And I was really obsessed with the first one. And so I was really excited for it. It did not disappoint. It was fantastic. However, going to the movies and not having popcorn sucks, which I think I mentioned in last week's episode because last week I went and saw Little Mermaid. But Jeff, thankfully nobody near me had popcorn. Like Jeff, I had even said, I was like, are you going to get popcorn? He was like, no, I'm just going to get a drink. And I was like, you know what, maybe even though I had brought literally a protein shake, my Stanley full of water, I was like, well, maybe, oh, excuse me, I have the hiccups. Maybe I'll at least get um, like a small drink, like just to get all look because the movie theater has the you know the coke freestyle so there's literally like a thousand options so while he was getting his drink I was like looking and I was like oh there's actually like a ton of non-carbonated 
like options. So I got nice. like a, so I got like the smallest cup, which was so tiny. And I literally drink like a sixth of it. And Jeff was like, so glad I spent $5 on that. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I tried. I was drinking. You're like, it. it made me feel like I'm at the movies though. Yes. Oh, I was like, I tried to drink as much as I could, but, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I was like, thank God nobody by me was eating popcorn. Cause like just the smell kills me. Like just oh, walking the lobby. Um, but, and then Saturday, Jeff's cousin was in town. So he lives up in Washington. He's like around the same age as Jeff. And like, so they were like super close growing up. Like they're in, they like text each other all the time. So um, when he found out he was coming down for his sister's or for his niece's graduation, like they tried to make time to get together. So um, him and his wife came over on Saturday. We hung out for a little bit and then they were all going to go to a brewery. I tapped out on that. I was just like, you know what? I'm just like not ready for that yet. Like to go like sit yeah. for like hours. Like if Jeff wanted to go and have a beer and like we leave, that'd be one thing. But like hanging out there all afternoon, I was just like, eh, I don't think I'm ready to go like hang out at the brewery. So then Jeff texts me, like, they were like, see if Laura wants to meet us for dinner. And he's like, oh, I don't think she will. But like, and they're like, just text her, just text her. So he was like, basically telling me he's like texting me just like to get them off his back, but like understands that I don't want to go. And I was like, no, I'll come. So they were all shocked. I like showed up. And <laughs> um, it's like really hard finding because I was literally just about to make myself dinner. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to see what I can find. So it's definitely hard finding options when you're in the soft food phase, but I've made it work a couple times. You just have to be like super annoying and like, see what you can. Oh my God, Stephanie's frozen. I hope she's still here. I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to pause. All right. I was just talking about trying to get food at a restaurant and Steph was smiling so much. I was like, there's no way she's smiling this much about this conversation. So she must be frozen. So. Technology issues over here. Yes. But yeah. So basically I've just, I'm willing to go to a restaurant. It's definitely, I'm picky based like on where we're going. Cause there's some, I just wouldn't be able to find anything and there's others I can make things work. So um, our nephew Harrison, his team made it to the championship in his little league. So we went to that game this weekend. Let me just say going to our niece and nephew's games now are so much more fun as they've gotten older. Like the first couple times, it's like super cute when they're little. Cause like when I met Charlotte and Harrison, I think they were three and five and it was like the first like soccer Aww. game or two. You're like, Oh, that's so cute. But then like going like numerous times, you're like, Oh my God, these kids suck. Like, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they become and, like more and more competitive as they get yes and now they're like nine and eleven or about to be eleven and it's just like actual competitive like sports now so like what watching charlotte play like hockey and softball is so fun harrison's baseball and football is fun it's just definitely as they've gotten older like a lot more exciting to watch so, so cute it was such an exciting game like they went into the last inning tied and Harrison got on base and ended up being the winning run that scored. No so, way. Go Harrison. Yeah, so it was super cute. And then that was kind of my weekend. And then Sunday, um, I knew Jeff. Jeff's been like, had his like staples that he's been buying at Trader Joe's. And I knew he didn't have anything in the fridge. So I was like, you know what? Like, there's a couple things I want from Trader Joe's. I'm going to set him up for success. And just like, right when we wake up, I was like, hey, let's 
go get to Trader Joe's when they open. So it's like dead and like get stuff for the week. And he was like, okay, so we did that. And then I went to Target. I did laundry, just kind of had a lazy afternoon. This weekend I've been binging. Um, Somebody had recommended it when I was on my leave for surgery, but it's called the Art of Swedish Death Cleaning on Amazon. And we're not on Amazon, on Peacock. And the Art of Swedish Death Cleaning is actually a book. And so they made like a series on it. And I'm on, I'm like five or six, five or six episodes in. And it kind of gives me like, it's like three people from um, Sweden. One is, um, one is like, he's like the designer. One woman is like the organizer. And another woman is like, kind of like the psychology of behind it all. And so it kind of gives some like queer eye vibes. It's very just like a feel good show, but they go into these people's house and basically the whole, like I even had texted, I should just pull it up, but um, it's basically like for you to like take control of your things and keeping your house in control and going through your things, especially when you're older, so that it's not something that's left for your children or whoever is taking care of your estate um so it's not something that's like a burden on them so it's yeah. honestly like such a good like good feel good show and I've like learned I like I, I like love being organized and like getting rid of stuff and stuff so I just love like getting ideas and things like that too so I've really been enjoying it I recommend it and then like Jeff and I I would say at least any night that it's not freezing we've been we have like Adirondack chairs in our front yard and we've just been like grabbing a drink, one of our mocktails, if you will, or just water, whatever. And we like go sit outside for like an hour and it's just been our way to like hang out, chat, unwind. catch up, unwind. So we did a little bit of that. Jeff finished up um, all of the sanding and painting of our marquee letters that he's been working on for the Yay. wedding. I posted an update of that on Instagram. They're looking so good. I'm so excited. And then I made my buffalo chicken meatballs that I was so excited to make for dinner and they just were not good. So I Don't you hate that. Jeff ate them. And then I had, because I can only eat two meatballs. I mean, 28. So Jeff oh. had already made something <laughs> for dinner. And so he's like, well, I'll have a few with my dinner. And then, but he was like, not a big fan either. So I literally threw away like 20 meatballs. What a bummer. I know. I was like, well, that was a freaking waste. Cause I was just like, these aren't like, I can choke them down, but I was like, if I have to suffer eating soft foods, like, sorry, not gonna I'm going to have bad. Soft I'm foods. like, it's, I'm not going to suffer, like trying to do this. So I just don't waste. I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm, it was Such just, a it was the texture The t- me and Jeff agreed that the taste was good, but because it's, I'm in my soft food, I got this off of like a bariatric website. And so they used like no binder in it to keep it like like the the meatballs like fall apart like they're not like there's like, no breadcrumbs or no breadcrumbs not even an egg in it which I realized I was like I could have freaking put an egg in it like because I can right. have an egg but they're just trying to keep it so it's more soft and you definitely like they were like kind of mushy like so it was just like not good I was just That's like such a bummer I'd rather have like buffalo chicken salad and just have it like cold like out of the fridge but Right. Um, yeah, so that was a total bust. But as of this morning, I am four weeks out of it's been four weeks since my surgery, and I'm at 39.8 pounds down. Oh my gosh. It's been a so slow, you're hitting the 40 pound mark like in a day or two. Yes. 
So it's definitely been slow the last two weeks, but I actually found a chart. I'm like in um, a couple bariatric groups on Facebook and like people are always like, I'm on week three, I'm on week four, I'm not losing weight. This is so frustrating. And somebody actually posted a chart that um, their surgeon gave them because everybody responds the same. So I try not to get frustrated because I was like, I think I've only lost and I say only any other time in my life, I would have been stoked to lose. <laughs> but I think I've lost like maybe four pounds in the last week. Okay. Which and is so great. Yeah. But when I lost like yeah. 1500 pounds in a week once, like, it's just like, <laughs> that sounds way better. <laughs> but it's like, so they say like week one through two to three at the most, like you have like serious fluid loss. And then from like the two to three week mark till around six ish weeks, you're in this like feeling healing phase. And it says time obviously can depend on your original health In the healing phase. You have little to no weight loss, but you definitely will see increased energy, feeling stronger, fewer cravings, improved mood and state of well, well-being that I can agree with. Um, I haven't, I wouldn't say definitely fewer cravings. Cause I don't like, I think I mentally crave things. Like I would love to have a double double, but like, I don't know if I'm like actually like hungry for a double, like, right. It's like, you just, mental. it's the memory of it. Cause yes. like not, I literally have to like force myself to like, remember to eat and like do all that stuff. So, and then it says by approximately week six or seven, that's when you'll start seeing the big drops, not as big as in the beginning, but you'll start seeing a downward pattern of actual fat burning that will start to occur. So I feel like I'm up for like, steady weight loss. I feel like I'm on track for that. So, um, I just wanted to share that. Cause I know I have a lot of people that listen that are about to have surgery, just had surgery are thinking about surgery. So I do like to share tidbits when I do learn them. So, awesome. um, yeah, but how about you? How was your weekend? Um, well last week flew by. I feel like that always happens on a holiday week. Um, it was just like, I blinked and it was over. Um, Thursday I had my third, I think, physical therapy appointment. Um, and I feel like it really does. This is the only wellness update I have you guys. (laughs) I feel like it really does help like little things that I'm doing there do help. It's still not like even close to being perfect, but one of the things that I have to do there, like hurts everything else I can do. And I'm just like, Oh, I need to stretch my hamstrings. Oh, I need to, you know, stretch my quads, get my quads stronger and all these things. And then there's this one thing that I do where I'm like up standing up on like a little box and I have to like have all my weight on my left knee, which is the injured one and step like off of it and then step back up. And I like, oh my God, like I do it and I stand there like psyching myself out. Like I'm never going to be able to walk upstairs again without like hurting. Does it hurt when you like, cause you live on a second floor. Like, yes, I live on a second floor. It's definitely, um, like some days are better than others. It's definitely hurts worse going downstairs than it does going upstairs. Um, I definitely, um, like I kind of think my boss was telling me last week, cause I was telling her like, what the heck? Like I've also started to have like back pain recently. And, um, she's like, oh, well you have like your knee issues right now. And she's like, are you overcompensating yes. like how you're walking like up and downstairs or something? And I'm like, you know, probably. So I think that is contributing. I think that's such a good point. That's super smart. I don't know why none of us thought of that sooner. I don't know either, but I'm, <laughs> so I'm really trying to like be 
con like consciously thinking of like how I'm walking up and down the stairs because it's not that I physically can't do it like I can it just it hurts but I know part of like getting it better is like doing it yeah for (laughs) sure like building the strength again so I have three more weeks of that and then I will go back to the doctor and see like either I'll get more physical therapy or imaging done or something so that's been frustrating um but I actually really like physical therapy like I'm glad I finally went um I would highly recommend if you have any kind of pain going on um because the things that they have me doing like at home are just like the most no-brainer things but like the whole point is to do it like if you do it you're going to build strength and flexibility and all these things that like affect everything else um so it's been kind of like mind-blowing to go but I've been happy with that Friday night we went to sushi for dinner and then I drug Jordan with me. Like I really wanted, I basically have redone like nothing since I moved in here except for the bedding in our room. And so I was like, really wanted to redo. I want to redo the kitchen, like the kitchen decor, the living room decor and the bathroom. And so I was like, okay, well I'll start with the bathroom. Cause that's like the easiest. Yeah. And so I drug him with me and I was like, we're going to go buy stuff for the new bathroom. Um, So we went and got like new towels and new floor mats and like some decor for the bathroom. And that was super fun. Um, New like pictures to hang in the bathroom and got home and put it all up. And it looks so good. Like every time I walk in there, I'm like, I love our bathroom. Like it's just like, (laughs) it's so funny. It's like what a little like spruce of like a room can do for you is like such a big deal. Um, So I loved it. And then obviously you share it on social so I could see it please I will I'll try it. it's like it's kind of hard to like take a picture of like, I know. the whole bathroom and show everything but I'll try I'll try to do a video or something um and then we obviously ended the night watching on patrol live because that's what I'm we obsessed. do on Friday nights uh, <laughs> this Friday night was so good it was so action-packed and then, <laughs> and then Saturday we did an LA day um we left in the morning and got to Philippe's um, for lunch. And if you oh. know what Philippe's is, you know, and if you don't know, it's basically like this famous, like French dip place in LA. Oh, good. Oh my God. It's and so they're good. spicy. I should have told you to bring me a jar of their spicy Dude, mustard. I like put a little bit of spicy mustard on my plate and was like dipping my sandwich in it. And my nostrils were like, burning. oh yeah, that'll like, clear so bad. that you have like a little sinus problem. Just <laughs> have a little bit of their their mustard and it'll clear you right up and I love spicy and I love horseradish but I had to cut myself off from the mustard yeah. like I can't do anymore like it's my so my good. nose is burning I should I don't um, know why I didn't think of it but I should have had you buy me a jar ugh, I, I know and uh, so after lunch we walked um Alvera Street which is like right near there um it's a cute little like Hispanic Mexican culture type shopping yeah. food to- it's pretty touristy Oh, it's very um, but touristy. there's like a lot of like culture and history to it, which is nice. Um, but it's definitely touristy, but nice just to like walk through. So we did that. And then we hit Highland Park Brewery. It was our first time going. Have you been there? Um, yes, I went for my friend's like 30th birthday. So it's been and she's a year older than me. So it's been like eight years or so. Um, it but that's so like good. That's like Brian's favorite brewery. He's never been, but like one of our local spots that we get craft beer from they always stock up on a lot of Highland Park brewing breweries. And those are some of his favorite beers. He's like obsessed with it. 
Oh my gosh. They had an IPA. I'm an IPA girl and they had one called Hello LA. Mm-hmm. It was so freaking good. Like definitely the best IPA I've had like in recent memory. It was yeah, so they have good. a lot of good stuff. Um yeah, we had that's a fun little um it used to be like a very, very bad area, but it's really like gotten to be like a fun little area in Highland Park. Yeah, it's definitely not like it was not I did not think of it as a bad area at all. Like it's yeah, no, like it's, very nice. It's had like a total like what do they call it? The gentrification. Gentrification. Over the last like 10, 15 years. But like my mom okay. said like they never like when she was younger, they never would have gone to that area town. Oh, like, wow. I was like, oh we're Isn't going here, crazy? blah blah blah. And she's like, oh yeah, no, we never would have gone in that area. So like, crazy. Yeah, so we wanted just to go to the brewery. Well, I wanted to go to a brewery. So we went there and we were just killing time before we were going to go to the Dodgers Yankees game that night. Um, So we got there early and we stayed a couple hours and it was like pretty like not dead, but you could find a seat anywhere when we walked in. And then by the time we left, there were just like vultures waiting for us to get up and like take our, our yeah. spot. Like it was packed with Dodgers fans. Like that's where everybody goes before yeah. the game, apparently. Um, and then we went to the Dodgers Yankees game. So Jordan has like bucket list sports things that he like wants to do, which in my opinion, it's like every sports thing. And he just says it's a bucket list. (laughs) Well, Yankees Dodgers (laughs) is a big one. Yeah, I know it is. And he says like that they only play, he said this might, might change. Um, but apparently like in history, they only play each other like every five years or something. Yeah, it's not, they way. don't play each other often. That's why Jeff was, I told them yeah. that throughout the game and Jeff was like, oh, he's like, those tickets must've been pricey. Cause though, like, it is like a big deal. Yeah. They, um, they were a little pricey, but Jordan, Jordan, like waits until the last minute. Like we did not plan this like far in advance. It was like the the night before. And and yeah, they were definitely pricier than you would ever pay for like those seats at that, at a game at Dodger stadium, but it was fun. They lost. So Anthony, congratulations. I know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Sunday seemed kind of like you, it was nice to just like, I feel like Sunday was like the first day of like sunshine like he woke up opened the blinds and it was like sunshine outside um so I went and ran some errands in the morning cleaned we went for a walk we watched the NBA finals that night so just kind of like a nice um end to the weekend slash like prep for the work week um Sunday and I love Sundays like that where you really don't have a whole lot going on they just feel so much longer um so it's kind of like the perfect Sunday all right. I know you had another topic you wanted us to chat I about. Do. Let's talk beige so flags. Guys, beige flags. I know you guys love when we introduce like new dating terms to you guys. Um, so even though Laura and I are not currently dating, I know. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, I keep seeing this term come up on TikTok. Like it's like a beige flags trend and Basically, the term initially emerged on social media in 2022 and sits somewhere between a red flag, which is, we all know what a red flag is, the sign that the person you're dating is toxic and you should run the other way, yeah. and a green flag. And we all know what green flags are. They're like flags that are waving in your health, like in your face, like this is a healthy yeah, dynamic. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I, feel like ex- I feel like exactly a year ago, we were talking about green flags. Like that was the trend. Everyone, I had never yes. Green flags were like the thing about a year ago. And now we have beige flags. Yes. And so a beige flag is like somewhere in the middle. Like it's not like you don't need to run, but it's not like the best thing about them either. 
it's basically like something that just kind of makes you pause for a minute and think like, that's weird or something like that. And then, so, but it's not enough to like make you want to leave the person. So that's like what I was seeing when I was like, cause I had not heard, I had not seen this trend yet. And now I've gone down like a deep hole when you had like said, let's talk about <laughs> it. So I like went and watched like a million TikToks and I saw one girl and I think like what she said is like, I kind of agree with, she was like, a beige flag, the beige flag trend is mostly just girls describing their significant other actually being loving and really comfortable them, which seems more like a green flag. And I was like, honestly, I totally agree. Like when you said you wanted to talk about this and I was like going and watching the videos, like most of these really made me laugh or just like brought me joy for this person. I was like, that's like silly, but like, that's actually really cute. So it's like definitely nothing that should be like deal breakers and things like that. But both of us wrote down some big beige flags for our significant others. So Jeff, if you're listening, here's your beige flags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's Jeff's first beige flag? Um, so when we say we're like going to like, I'm like, okay, are you ready? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me go grab my jacket. And like, I come back from grabbing my jacket and I like look out the window and I see him like in the backyard watering plants or something. Like he starts and like, it's not a big project. It's not like he's like, getting out like tools or but anything you're like but, I thought we were leaving and I will I'll be like I thought we were leaving and like what what are you doing like let's go <laughs> so he does that kind of thing which I've heard from his family that that was like his dad's like his dad was way worse like his dad would be like yeah let's go and then like go get in the shower but like <laughs> oh my god um but so that was the first one that came to mind what's your first for Jordan um okay so Whenever Jordan misplaces something and he misplaces things a lot because he's not like you and I, Laura, where we have a, everything has a home and we know exactly where everything is. Amen. Everything does not have a home in Jordan's world. So he misplaces <laughs> things a lot and literally every single thing he misplaces, he asks me what I did with it. So, <laughs> so I'm it's like, all your fault. Yeah. I'm like, because well, uh, he assumes you, nothing. he probably left it. He knows he left it out probably. And so oh, you yeah. probably went and like put it away. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I did nothing with it. I put it in its home oh, or there'll be times where like, I legit did not even touch it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Like you don't remember where you put this thing. And I, that doesn't mean I did anything with it. You don't remember where you misplaced your things. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be one of them. <laughs> um, my other one, let's see. Um, so this is like, kind of like was an old one and he always, which it could have seemed like a red flag in some of my previous relationships, but as I got to know Jeff more, I realized it was actually a beige flag, but he would never like answer my calls and texts. Like he would, wouldn't answer my phone when I would call or it would take him like hours to text me back and other like, and I, at first I was very paranoid until like, and like overthinking anything until I really got to know him. And in past relationships, I would have definitely been super paranoid, but then within a few months and especially once we moved in and like I could actually like see it on a daily basis I realized like this fool will leave his phone in another room for like hours at a time like Jeff is not like me where wherever I am my phone will be also like Jeff's phone will be in the bedroom it could be like in the garage like it could be anywhere and so like I like within months of us dating he made me an emergency contact so that he would always hear like so basically my calls and texts would go through so like Sometimes I'll even text him from across the house and I still can hear it versus like, I never hear anything else. So (laughs) 
he made it so that I don't miss his calls and texts anymore because I was like what if I'm out and it's an emergency and you don't even know I'm calling so um well another beige flag about Jordan is that he never wears sunscreen sunscreen because he loves to say that he doesn't burn except for like every time that he does burn so has he been sunburned numerous times (laughs) Oh yeah, like he swears like, "Oh, I don't burn. Like I only get I only get tan." And then like every time like we're in the sun and he doesn't wear sunscreen, like he's <laughs> like not near the level of sunburn that I would get if I didn't wear sunscreen. Yeah. But I'm like, "All right, buddy. We're not wearing sunscreen because we don't burn." And it's okay. not it's not always that you you still want to protect your skin. Like Right. Like you don't like, yeah, you want you don't to protect wanna, your skin like, and have not get full exposure. And- Exactly. I know. I, I try to teach him. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> um, my next one for Jeff is that he never asks like details when like a friend or family member shares something with him. Like a little J, if somebody could have a kid and I'd be like, oh, like what was its name? Oh, I'm like, he's, oh, I didn't ask. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like is it gets... a boy or a girl? He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's <laughs> maybe a little dramatic. Like I'm sure he would ask a name and like, no, but like, doesn't like ever like he'll tell me a story about somebody at work and I'll be like oh well did they blah 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 and he's like I don't, I don't know I didn't ask and I'm like get me the I details can, I can totally vouch for this one because I've been there when Laura's like asked Jeff for details on something <laughs> and Jeff's just like oh I, I don't know and I'm thinking in my head like how does this guy not know this like yeah. these are like questions like I for sure would be asking yes. and he's just like perfectly content not knowing yeah like I feel like it's been like even when like let's say for example like when you first started dating somebody like Jordan or something and like for like they're talking for like the first time when we're on a double date and then like I'm trying to get the scoop after and he has like nothing for me because he just doesn't ask extra details (laughs) that I need him to ask oh my god um another one for Jordan is like I swear so we all have like signature like things that we say that like maybe not everybody else says and one of Jordan's is raw dog like he says raw dog (laughs) for freaking everything I've like i'm trying to think of any, dude literally everything like Use I'm it trying, he, so he actually said it today and i can't remember what it was but he literally said it just like an hour ago but another example was we were at the dodger game and he went and got dodger dogs and brought him back and we were like at the top and he's like oh, are you gonna go put co- condiments on it and i'm like no and he's like oh you're just gonna raw dog it like everything's like raw <laughs> everything's like raw dog it like That's if you don't so put a gross. condiment but it's not even just with food it's literally like i'm trying That's what to i see i can't think you- of how you would use it like outside like that's why I was curious how he uses it, but that's funny. Oh, oh my God. I'm like, I'm blinking, but literally like the amount of times a day that raw dog comes out of that guy's mouth. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> like his signature phrase. <laughs> I need him to change his Instagram name or at least add raw it in dog. his bio. <laughs> um, And then last for the last one I thought of for Jeff is um, his freaking re. <sighs> <laughs> I will sit there and watch reels and me or and like or read a funny meme and I'll like hold my phone up for him to like read it or swatch it and he'll just like dead face like I don't get it or something I'm just like well did you read it and he's like yeah and I'm like gosh you're so dumb like I get so mad oh my god Steph is smiling at me again and I think she's frozen again <sighs> we'll be back in a moment with Jordan's final Oh, wait. No, maybe she's back. I'm back. 
Oh, thank God. Oh my God. It does say my internet connection is unstable. So I'm going to try to get through this. All right. Um, I don't know if you heard my last one with Jeff, but the people did. So I'm not going to repeat it. So you can do your last one with Jordan. Okay. My last one with Jordan is that literally anything I ask him to do, like I have to pay a tax. Like I have to pay in kisses to do like anything. (laughs) Like I'm like, Hey, can you hand me the remote? If you give me a kiss, Hey, can you fill my water bottle? If you give me a kiss, Hey, can you take out the trash? If you give me a kiss. So you are absolutely right about beige flags. Like they are <laughs> cute. Like they can be maybe not raw dog, but they are cute. <laughs> so. Raw dog <laughs> raw dog's more just maybe raw dog's a red flag. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> time to reevaluate. Oh my God. Well, what are your beige flags, Laura? Okay. So I, um, I was trying to think of one for me. And I realize this is one that he always gets on me for. It's like, if we're like, <laughs> we'll like be sitting there in the living room, like watching TV and he like gets up and I ask him always, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to the bathroom or I'm going to get water. Like, what do you mean? Where am I going? Like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Anytime like he's he like running up. out of the house or something. Exactly. Oh he's like, God, where do you think I'm so going? Funny. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, it's fine. Like, calm down that's the FOMO in you like you don't you want to make sure he's not going to go have fun somewhere else basically do I need to go but I think and I think maybe it's like okay well are you going like to take a shower like because maybe I want to watch something else while you're like I don't know like just tell me where you're going yeah like I always say hold on I gotta go I'll be like hey I gotta go pee like I'll declare where I'm going I do the same thing and he's always like great enjoy it (laughs) um what What would you say yours is I would say one of mine is asking questions while we're both watching a movie for the first time um like he's somehow supposed to know more about the movie that we're watching than I do like he's always like I don't know I I'm I've never seen this movie either but I have like a million questions like right when the movie starts um so I would definitely say that's a beige flag for sure (laughs) definitely oh my god um but a few listener red flags we asked listeners what their partner's red flag or not red flags beige flags are um and I wrote down a few just for shits and gigs um one of them said he would have 10 dogs in our little three-bedroom house if it were up to him I think that's adorable (laughs) um more proof that beige flags are sweet um another one said he collects stamps and is an avid land pirate meaning metal detecting that's fun um another one he wears his socks half off half on like dangling off his foot when just lounging oh my god no I would want to like rip it off that would make me crazy because like if my sock ever feels like crooked on my foot or awful like I have to fix it that would make me that would feel crazy um, and then the last one, he's obsessed with Blink-182, <laughs> like bought us $1,500 tickets obsessed. That's a lot of money to go see a band. That is. Tickets were I very hope, expensive though. But I hope they got front row. We're going next. Well, they're not, they're, uh, they have like all the floor is general admission. So you better get there early oh. if it is. Oh, dang. See, that is not my kind of concert. But yeah, no, we got, we have actual seats. Jeff asked me like, cause he bought them for me for my birthday. And he asked, he's like, would you let rather like stand and be like close or would you rather have seats? And I was like, I'd rather have seats. Thanks. Seats, please. <laughs> seats, please. Yeah, we go next right. Friday. 
I'm very excited. So fun. I know that's, I remember when you got the tickets. So I'm like, time yeah, to I them in December. The fact that it's here. Yeah. So. so crazy. Are you ready for some bed, wed, dead? Let's do it. How about an underwear edition? Let's oh, go. Gosh. I know. Let's go. <laughs> this is so weird. The more I think about it, we're just, all right. Thong, bikini, and boy shorts. Okay. Who are you going to bed with? I am going to bed with boy shorts because for me, I like literally don't even own a pair of boy shorts um, at this point in my life. But I remember like the Britney Spears, remember like the pictures, like the posters of Britney Spears and she'd be in like little booty boy shorts. Yeah. And like, I remember being in high school and being like, I'm wearing boy boy shorts all the time. That's my kind of underwear. And I just think they're like flirty and fun and I can one night stand some boy shorts. So pretty much the same for me, like boy shorts, um, in like high school and college, I remember that that's like when they came out and were like super popular. And, um, I definitely like what I thought, same thing, thought they were super cute, but I also like felt like they always like rolled up or like rode up. Like they were just never like a very comfortable underwear to me. Yes. But super cute. Yeah, for sure. Um, who are you, who are you going to wed? I'm going to wed bikini. Okay. And I'm going to wed thongs. Oh God, no. I'm going to throw, I need... like, I'm going <laughs> to let those die. For the, the I need, die. okay. So I need your, so obviously we're, we're killing off. I'm killing off the bikini. You're killing off the thong. Yeah. So let's just talk it all out. Okay. Well, so for me, like there's so many cute like bikini, like there's these one underwear that I think they actually call them cheeky, but they're like, so the front, you just think of, they look like just like your normal, like bikini underwear, just like a thong one or whatever. And like, without having like the freaking uncomfortableness of a thong, I don't know, like literally <laughs> haven't worn those in like years. Cause I just like, can't. And, um, I just think there's like so many super cute underwear out there that you can wear that don't have to be a thong. Yeah. So I can't remember the last time I didn't wear thongs. And I think it's mostly because you wear them like every day, no matter what you're wearing. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I own anything that's not a thong, to be honest with you. And I think the reason on your period and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. You are not my people. I thought you were. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a a tampon girl. I'm not like, I am too, but Oh no, I no. Mm-mm. Sorry for the TMI, I so many, everybody. I have so, so many base, feelings right now. So first of all, I'm like so used to a thong that like it doesn't like every once in a while, yeah, I gotta reach down and pull out a wedgie sometimes. And I I will announce that too. I I'll be like, gotta pull out my wedgie. And Jordan's like, cool, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> but I feel like I literally for the past four years have worn almost nothing but leggings like every single day thanks to COVID. And I just feel like leggings look so much nicer. Like when you don't have like an underwear line, you so you're know? saying my and I know leggings of, look awful. I've literally never looked at your butt with like, I on, beg so. to differ. I doubt it that you've never looked <laughs> at my butt. <laughs> okay, I've never noticed your underwear. So maybe I don't see the line. Exactly. But... Cause it's really not that big a deal. Cause it really doesn't show like the, unless you're wearing like way too big of underwear or they're like too thick or something. Like most of the time you don't even freaking notice. Okay. But what I really don't understand is people that don't wear underwear period, but it's such a thing. Like so many people do not wear yeah, underwear and I'm that. like, I don't get it. Like how often do you watch like your pants and stuff? Like, don't they like 
start to like yeah no I can't not wear underwear like no (laughs) yeah I can't either but anyways that's our breakdown now you know what kind of panties we wear and let's hit it (laughs) I do oh I literally own every single kind of under I own so many different styles I own like probably 50 pairs of underwear of every like style and type like I have so So, much but there's just numerous pairs that I like never wear if anyone's interested in OnlyFans where Laura and I saw our <laughs> Oh my God. Totally I wonder if Steph would let me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, we're not? Okay. We're not what? I, I was oh, like. Oh, we are going to do it. I was going to talk to Jeff about it, but. Okay. OnlyFans.com slash matter. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now for all the panty content. <laughs> <laughs> let's hit it flavor of the week all right Steph what's your flavor of the week my flavor of the week is a new song so I always tell you guys I love the new music Friday playlist on Spotify it's how I stay cool and relevant and hit (laughs) um, with my music and so this week some weeks go by and I'm like oh my god everything's bad like I'm I'm definitely like old now because I don't think every single song that comes out is great Um, but this one was so it's a new song called popular by the weekend playboy cardi and madonna Mm. and when I first heard it I was just like oh my god I love this song like it's so catchy and then by the end of the weekend I didn't even know this show was like coming out or anything but we were looking for something to watch last night and Jordan was like oh yeah I forgot the show just like started tonight the first episode's out like let's give it a try Um, The show is called um, The Idol. It's on HBO Max. And it's about like a pop star. Steph. I know Jordan always corrects me too. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Um, It's about like a pop star who you see like a lot of parallels between the pop star in the show, Jocelyn and Britney Spears. It's like so weird. But I read so many articles last night about it. And they're like, it's not based on Britney Spears. And like, while I know that it's not completely based on her life, like, I think there's a lot of parallels. Like it's very, it's crazy. Um, so I saw so, the worst reviews on this show today. So somebody was messaging me last night that it gets like super bad reviews and that there's yeah. like controversy around it and stuff. And like, I did see the bad reviews. Like I see it gets like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. I didn't see any controversy. So I don't know what that's about. I still have to look into that. Yeah, It's super sexual. Like it is. Like Jordan basically, because Jordan's watched like Euphoria and he's literally watched any show that's ever come out. And so he was telling me, he's like, this is what HBO does. Like they hit you with the first episode and just show you like absolutely everything, like sex in every scene and drug use and da 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 da. And they just hit you with it. So they try to like grasp your interest. And he's like, yes, it's still like, there's still some throughout the season, but it's like far less than the first episode. He's like, it's just HBO's MO. Um, but and I did not watch Euphoria, but Jordan says it's very like Euphoria vibes. Yeah, so I know it's the Euphoria. same, like it's the same writers or directors or something. It's something that's really something like Euphoria. that. I was into it, and you know, for me, like I'll sit there on my phone and just like half-ass watch a show. But I was like actually really watching that show. But I also just think like the teenager in me, like from when I was a kid, like pretending to be a pop star in my room with my friends all the time and like making up dances and stuff. Like, I feel like that part of it, like I love, and then I'm, I'm finding like correlations with the Britney Spears thing. 
and the music's in it is good. Um, so I don't hate it. It's only one episode in, but the show is not my my flavor of the week. The song is my flavor of the week. So you guys need to listen to. Sorry. I still keep, I've been hyping, harping on the show, but (laughs) I definitely want to check out the song. Um, but I do have one question about the show still (laughs) Yeah, is, um, I feel like the weekend would be a bad actor. How is his acting? It's only one episode ends. I can't tell you yet. He comes off like super creepy in the first episode. Okay. But because I've read like the description of what the show's about, like I know that's going to change. So I don't really have like a complete like okay. answer yet. Aside from just like he he feels super creepy, which if that's what they're going for, he's a great actor. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's nailing the creepy, the creepiness. Okay. Uh, but what about you? What's your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week, I saw an influencer, cannot even remember who it was. Um, had posted about this like at least a month ago. It's the Sol de Janeiro Hair and Body Fragrance Mist in the smell Rio Radiance. This is um, Sol de Janeiro. Pretty sure that's the same brand who does like the bum bum cream, stuff like that. But this Hair and Body Fragrance Mist is like summer in a bottle. Like this is going to be like my body mint. It's like not strong in any sense like it's a perfume like I definitely can still smell it on me a little bit I wouldn't say it's like an all-day linger at least you get used to it on yourself though so I don't know like how much I'd really have to check on that but it smells it's like it you get like that not like sunblock but like that beachy coconutty well I don't know I love the scent so freaking much I bought it off of Amazon for $24 it's a decent sized body mist bottle um I also saw you can get it at Sephora and things like that. But hey, if you can get it on Amazon with free shipping, I'm all about that. But yeah, Sol de Janeiro Hair and Body Fragrance Mist in Rio Radiance. And it's chef's kiss. Incredible. I love it. I love the smell. Love that. I need to try it the next time I come over. Yes, definitely. It smells so good. Um, Got a quote to send us off with? I do. Saying less is incredibly helpful. Every thought is not valuable. Every feeling does not need to be voiced. What is often best is slowing down to spend time developing a clearer and more informed perspective. Ego rushes and reacts, but peace moves intentionally and gently. And the credit goes to Young Pueblo on Instagram. I love that. That's a good one. Definitely something I need to remind myself of often. Same. Very reactive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways thanks for listening to this week's episode everyone if you have a moment please go rate review and subscribe don't forget to follow us on instagram and tiktok at wine over matter pod and join our private facebook group to search club wine over matter if you love what you heard share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us and we'll be waiting for you next wine wednesday with a glass in hand cheers cheers